invite you to grab your Bible. Uh, you guys know what I'm about to say. The one you brought with you, the one on your phone, or grab one of the Bibles in, front of the, in the seat in front of you. And, uh, and because we always need to be going back to the Bible. We always need to be going to God's Word together. Do we not? We do. So I hope you got, got a Bible with you. And today I want to ask you to go to the New Testament, to the book of Philippians chapter 1, to the words of the Apostle Paul. And, you know, for those of you who may not be aware, uh, this is my last Sunday serving you as senior pastor here at Wellspring. And I can, honestly, hard, it's hard to believe. It, it all feels a little bit surreal as I share that. Um, and it's because at the beginning of June, if you're not aware, I was voted to serve as our next, as our next sorry, district superintendent uh, for this region of our denominational family of churches called the Central Canadian District of the Christian and Missionary Alliance. Um, a district covering uh, Western and Northern Ontario, representing about 70 churches. And it's a weighty role that uh, requires me stepping away, uh, still serving you, but just in a different capacity. And I just want to take the opportunity to say that I am going to just so, so miss being here on Sundays. I'm going to so, so miss that. Uh, it's going to be great being at some other churches, but I just have a hunch it might not be quite as great <laughs> as being here. And so this is a really uh, special Sunday for me, for Linda and I. And because of that, I want to direct your attention this morning for a few minutes to the words of the Apostle Paul in this book of Philippians chapter 1, verses 3 to 6. It's a passage of Scripture that came to mind this week as I was just thinking about our time uh, coming to a close in this season of our ministry, because it's a, a passage of Scripture that reflects how Linda and me feel about you as my time serving you as pastor comes to a close. And you know, if you know this, the book of Philippians is not really a book. It's, it's a letter. It's a letter of friendship. It's uh, a letter about persevering in faith and, and believing God, even amidst adversity at times. It's a letter about the joy uh, of knowing Jesus and being on that journey together wherever that journey may take you in God's good plans for our lives. And in this letter, Paul is writing to a church that he was a part of for a time, that, that God used him for a season to help actually get established in the ancient city of Philippi. That's why it's called Philippians. The people who were there at the church were Philippians of the city of Philippi, which is uh, located or was located, you know, in what is now modern-day Greece, in the northern part of that country. But sometime later, after Paul was a part of that body, after Paul was used by God for a season in helping that church become established in the things of God, and the work of the gospel, God called him on to another place of ministry. And in leaving them, this is what he wrote them. Beginning in verse 3, following down to verse 6, he writes this. He says, I thank my God every time I remember you. And as I'm about to read these words of Paul, I want you to know that they really reflect how I feel about you. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of the, your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. And this morning, I want to say to you, I want to say to you that God has begun 
a good work in you. Do you believe that? He's begun a good work in you. He's begun a good work in this church. And, you know, for many years. And as you keep trusting him, as you keep going after him with whatever faith you are bringing to the table that he has graciously given you, as you keep living not for yourself, but for him, he is going to complete the good work that he has begun in you. He is going to complete the good work that he has begun in Wellspring, in you as a gathering of believers here in Burlington who are going after Jesus Christ and the power of his spirit and who are desiring to give their lives to his mission for his glory, knowing that there could be nothing better to give yourself to than that in his divine love and calling over you as we see laid out for us in the amazing, revelatory, guiding, correcting, instructing truth of his word, you know. And he is going to carry it on to completion, Paul writes, uh, even until the day of Jesus Christ, the, the day of Jesus' promised one-day return that is sh sure to come, that has not yet come yet, that we live in hope of. Paul so wrote, every time I remember you, I thank my God. And I just want to say that is how Linda and me, or I, I don't know what the grammar, grammatically correct way to say that is, is that's how we feel about you. You know, in closing out this season and this chapter of ministry with you here at Wellspring, I am just personally so filled with gratitude to God when I think of you, when I think of so many of you. When I think of you, I'm filled with just thankfulness of what God has done. And when I think of this church that Jesus has got brought into being, that he has grafted you into in your journey, you know, Linda and I are, are full of thanks for the years of love and support that you have shown us as a family. You know, how you have welcomed us into your homes over the years and in so many ways. How you have encouraged us along the way. When things maybe were tough or when we needed it, maybe you didn't even know we needed it. But through you, God so many times gave us the encouragement that we needed how you helped us in many practical ways, prayed for us, supported us in God's work here, in our, in our call here, that we, you and I, we share together in this thing that God has called us to be a part of his kingdom. And I just need to tell you as I just think about you this morning and think about this day and coming to this place and being so full of gratitude that it really makes it hard to step away you're, you're really making it hard to step away, which isn't that how it should be? When something is hard to leave behind, isn't that such a good sign? And it's because of the love of God in Jesus Christ that I see in you, that I see in you as an evidence of your, your faith and your trust in him, that has been such a powerful, rich, consistent, continuing, you know, grace and blessing upon our lives. And we will be eternally grateful 
for that. There are so many occasions, and I wish I could list them for you today, where we have just felt like we've been on the receiving end of just the practical love of God that came through you. You know, Paul also wrote in this passage, in all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your, your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, he says. You know, and Linda and me, we have that same joy about you that's kind of bringing me to tears a little bit. One of our elders was trying to bring up memories this morning in our pre-service prayer time to get me to cry. <laughs> and I said, you know, I'm just, I'm just asking the Lord for a concrete wall to kind of rise up, you know. I'm not sure that's really godly, but, but really what wells up in, in us and in me is joy when we pray for you and when we think of you and when we pray for our church, we have so much joy as we think about all the ways you have partnered with us in the good work of the gospel, the good news of Jesus, the saving message of the gospel here at Wellspring. And it was from the first day. I remember graduating from seminary in my late 20s in Regina, Saskatchewan. That just seems like such a long time ago. Um, and as we came to that point in our lives, uh, as I was graduating after seminary in preparation to serve as a pastor, we just began saying, Lord, where do you want us to be? And I remember we were talking with one particular church, not this one, uh, about the possibility of coming there after graduating. And it was a church in Ontario. It was actually on the, on the other side, the dark side of, of Toronto. <laughs> and, uh, and actually that made it really attractive for us because, you know, Lynn and I are from Ontario. This is where we grew up. We're both from here. Ontario is where we grew up. It's where our families lived. Linda grew up in Stony Creek. Uh, then she got saved and, you know, came out of there. Uh, I, I grew up in Milton. I got saved, come out of there. Now we're here in Burlington, you know, God's country. But uh, uh, her mom is with us today. And my mom and dad are here today. I think I saw my dad trolling around in the parking lot this morning, helping people come in with their cars. But at that time, as much as we wanted to be in Ontario after graduating, just thinking about our families, as we talked with this particular church, we just, we just didn't have God's peace on it. Like we so wanted to say, say yes, but we just didn't have God's peace on it to say yes. And if we didn't have God's peace on it, we didn't want to do it. And uh, it was a great church though. And, uh, but we just knew as we kept praying, we kept wrestling that this is not where God wants us to be. It was a hard conclusion to come to not knowing where we would go. And so we reluctantly said no. Knowing that, you know, if you're going to trust God, then you've, you've got to be prepared to put your stuff on the table. Do you know that? You gotta be ready to, to surrender. Believing that God always has a better plan than the one you could come up with for yourself. Might not be the, the one you've chosen, but in the end it will be good and better because it'll, it'll more magnify his name and all the reasons why he chose that plan for you as you would trust him with that. You know, and so we reluctantly declined the church's kind offer to come and, and that was a hard moment just of surrender, you know? And maybe you've had a moment like that but literally, just a few minutes later, literally, I can, I can still see the day, the phone rang. And it was what was then Burlington Alliance, Wellspring Church, calling to ask if I had come to interview to be youth pastor, a place where? Lying exactly between Stony Creek, you know, and Milton. And that was 1998. That was a lot thinner then. And many of you were here or there, and, and, and your hair was darker, and you were thinner then as well. Um, <laughs> 
but some of you remember that grueling interview you, you called us to and made us go through. I remember Phil and Jacqueline Evident sussing us out with great questions because they had four kids in the youth program at the time and they just wanted to make sure that we were solid. And there were lots of others of you there as well at the time that weekend 25 years ago. And you've been partnering with us in the work of the gospel and many others joining since, ever since. And then after a season of serving as youth pastor here in 2005, as some of you know, God called us away to a new assignment at another church in Vancouver. And then almost seven years later in 2012, incredibly, you called us back. Not many churches would do that. You were crazy enough to have me back. Not just, you just didn't call me once, you called me a second time. And I just have one question for you. What were you thinking? What were you thinking? But it was through that second invitation and a series of circumstances that God was making it clear to Linda and me that he was calling us back. Uh, because in his plan, our work here was not yet finished. And looking back, I know now, I believe, that our time in Vancouver, those almost seven years, um, where we had two of our three kids and went through a lot of challenges, actually, was a lot of character and heart preparation for what I believe God was bringing us back for in this latest leg of the journey that we have been so privileged to share with you. And I'm so glad God brought us back. I, I joke that only God could bring someone back from beautiful British Columbia, you know. But we're so glad God did, and we're so grateful for these past almost 12 years that we've shared your partnership in the gospel with us from the first day. And it has filled us with such joy. And as now this chapter is coming to an end, like Paul, I just want you to know this morning, and I'm probably talking longer than I should be, but I'm full of confidence that the good work that God has begun in your life and in this church and in me and in our family will be carried on to completion. It'll be carried on to completion. God is just orchestrating the next chapter of the thing that he wants to do. That is the beauty of coming to these kind of moments of transition in our lives. Some we plan for, some we don't. But in his good heart for us that is perfect and pure, we can trust him to use all things, as his word says, for the good of those who love him. And this is a season and a chapter that God is bringing about for the sake of what he further wants to do. I have such confidence in, in God's plan for Wellspring in this next chapter because of simply the, the character of God's faithfulness. How many of you know the character of God's faithfulness? So you can believe that and be full of faith. But I also have confidence because of the way God has spoken to me in this transition. And I just want to give you one quick example before I close because if God is in this transition for me, then it means he is in this transition for you that he's in this transition for, for Wellspring. You know, it was almost exactly two months ago I made an announcement and sent out an email to the church that, to let you know that I'd been nominated for this role of district superintendent, despite me being somewhat reluctant about it, but that a vote was still to take place, meaning that, you know, it wasn't a done deal, and I was just simply asking that you would pray that God's will would be done along with us. But at the beginning of that week of that first announcement, prior to that announcement, Prior to anyone or many, uh, only a few knowing about it, someone on our prayer team came to me and they asked if, if they could talk with me about something that was heavy on their heart. And so I said, sure, of course. Although I was a little worried because they had such a serious look on their face, you know. 
And so, you know, we met the Wednesday prior to the Sunday of me making that first announcement and kind of going public with something's afoot here, I think. And only a handful, handful of people knew about it, including our elders, but not this person. And when I met with this person from our prayer team that Wednesday, we sat down together and they said to me, Shane, I need to share something with you that I've been sitting on for almost a year. Since last June, actually. And I believe that the Lord would have me share it with you now, but please, I just need you to hear it in the right way. And anytime a conversation starts with someone saying, hey, I need you to hear something in the right way, you always know that's just going to be an interesting conversation. And again, this person didn't know what was about to be announced. But they proceeded to tell me very sensitively and very humbly that they believed the Lord was, had told them that my time at Wellspring had come to an end. Which you could see why. They were like, hey, take this the right way. <laughs> but they went on to say, hey, not because something's wrong. I'm not sure I understand. Siri, go away. <laughs> a smart watch, but such a dumb watch. <laughs> they said, not because, you know, something's wrong, but because... I feel like the Lord said, you and Linda have completed the assignment that, for which God brought you here. And they, they said it very apologetically. They said, hey, I realize what uh, I, uh, I'm saying, that your time is done, but please receive this in the right way. But then they said this. They also said the Lord, was, he, they felt the Lord was saying, even though they didn't know how it would come about, that, that God was saying that, that they felt, anyway, that I was supposed to be working for the denomination at some point, in some way. And as I was listening, I just sort of sat there stunned. I mean, I have received some words from the Lord over the years, but I'm not sure I've ever received a word quite like that before. That's specific. But you know, if you receive a word from the Lord, it's probably because you're going to need it. With me? It may not be because you're special. You are. You're special in God's eyes. And He speaks to His children. But if you get a word from the Lord, it's probably because you need it. And as I was listening, I just sat there, and uh, I knew this was God confirming things. I knew this was God asking, confirming that I was just to take this step, not necessarily knowing what the outcome of the vote would be. And it's important to see that prophetic words are often about confirmation or even given to you for the purpose of heart preparation, something to pray into, but not to try to make happen, I think. When you get a word from God, it's to encourage, to comfort, and to strengthen you, it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 3. In, and I think that's in preparation for something God wants to do in your life, big or small. But you always need to be careful not to run ahead with what your interpretation of that might be or what it might look like, because that's the part that I think we often get wrong. But in hearing what this person was sharing with me, there was no denying it was from the Lord. It was, it was both confirmation and comfort, no matter what was to transpire. And so I just interrupted them, and I kind of put them out of their emotional misery for a moment. And, and, I, and I just said, hey, can I just please put you at ease and tell you about an announcement that's going to be made on Sunday? And then their jaw dropped. That was fun. I got to... <laughs> you know, like we were singing today in praise. God speaks today. Sometimes in... in seemingly miraculous ways. God speaks. And through that word and others Linda and me have received over the past year, I know that God is the one bringing about this change. And I know that God is the one who has a plan in this for me, 
for Lynn and I together and for you, for this church. See, if God has a plan, a specific thing in mind in this transition for me, it means he's got something in mind for you. You need to know that. This is a time to lean in, friends. This is not a time to lean out. This is not a time to reevaluate if I should be here or not. This is a time to get in on the next thing, the new thing that God wants to do. And so I want to call you this morning to be in prayer for your elders board here at Wellspring. I want to call you to be in prayer for our awesome Wellspring staff, particularly Pastor Dan, who's left holding the bag. Pray for him. Be in prayer about how God would have you step up in this season in a big way or a small way to contribute to the new thing that God is doing. Be full of anticipation. Be full of faith. Choose to believe and make yourself available to serve. If the phone rings, say yes. You won't regret it if it's a yes to him. Take ownership of guarding the heart of this church in a time of trusting God to lead. And know that with Jesus, there are always, and we can say this biblically, greater things to come. Can we not say that? Did Jesus not say that? And I am so glad that as a family, Linda and me will not be moving away as the district office is here in Burlington. And as a family, we're going to continue to make Wellspring our church home, although you won't see me very often as I'll be away serving at other churches. But you'll continue to see our family. And occasionally, I'm going to be coming and checking in on you and getting my heart filled up in the back row somewhere. And so I want to thank you for loving us as a family and giving us the privilege of serving Jesus by serving you this past season of ministry here at Wellspring where only greater things are to come, are still to come, to the glory of his name. So Father, I just want to just express my gratitude to you for this uh, really precious season of ministry, for all the things that we have witnessed of you in this wonderful church, and how this place and these people have been your hands and your feet, Jesus, to so many and to the Goulds. And we are just grateful. And Jesus, may greater things come to the glory of your name. Amen.